Hey guys, this is uh, Aaron from Vial Company. Uh, we're uh, mixing it up a little bit this week, and we're going to be doing this uh, awesome little FaceTime interview with uh, the Man Mountain Dudes. Well, with Dude, I'm going to say Mike, because Mike was the one that was able to, to work this out with us. But uh, we've got Andrew from uh, Andrew's Basement involved in here as well, because they're going to be doing a show later this week. So, uh, Mike, want to say hi real quick? Hey, everybody. Yep, that's Mike and Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, cool. So now you guys know what they sound like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mike, dude, Man Mountain's been an awesome year for you guys, which is one of the things I think rules about it is it's been an awful year for everyone. <laughs> and like, yeah, <laughs> like for you guys, it actually like has worked out pretty good. Um, you you guys ended up doing that presale on that just crazy vinyl earlier this year, like. Literally, it was it would picture discs with in motion that literally like exp you can go ahead and explain it. Yeah, so the the idea behind the picture disc, it's um, not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's Zoeotropic or something like okay. that. Okay, okay, um, sounds real smart. Uh, yeah, it's the animation style. Uh, we saw maybe a year or two ago, uh, Spartan put out a record um, that had a similar style on it, but it was just with some text. Okay, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's sweet. We have to do something like that. Hell and yeah. part of the thought behind that, too, was like the whole visual theme. And even with some of the song titles for our album, we were kind of going for like an optical illusion sort of vibe, I guess. And um, seeing that, I was like, that would be cool. Because we've been talking with Spartan for a little while now, trying to figure out uh, what we wanted to do for the second pressing when we released the album initially on vinyl, the, the first pressing sold out online in like a week or so. Yeah. And we had some copies on hand, which we sold at shows, but we, we went through those and we're just kind of trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And we were pretty stoked on the first release. So we wanted to do something extra cool for the second one and timing with everything just kind of worked out that we weren't really playing shows. So we were able to focus on, trying to make this second pressing as cool as we could. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the promotion that you guys did was fucking perfect for it. I'm imagining the dudes at Spartan were involved with that. But it was one oh, of those yeah. It was one of those things where you're actually watching the vinyl just rotate at just the right speed to make that optical illusion. Like, for me, like, I say that I'm a vinyl junkie, but I don't have next to the vinyl that all my friends have and stuff, whatever. I'm, I'm definitely down there, but... I I understand the culture enough to the point to where you have to come up with interesting ideas of, you know, stuff to do. Like, you know, you, you want certain splash, you know, effects, whatever on it. I mean, just a standard black vinyl doesn't really cut it anymore. Um, you kind of have to have yeah. all these inserts in it and all this different stuff. But, like, your guys' artwork has always been awesome. But, it like, when I saw that, that idea came out, what's it called again? Zio... Oeotropic picture disc. Okay. And um, like actually watching the motion, whatever of it, and create this illusion, I was like, that's a fucking game changer right there. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and it's one of those things too, like especially considering quarantine, pandemic, and everything, whatever's been going on in 2020, you know, which is all great and awesome and all, but, you know, like it's yeah. one of those deals where I it, it kind of kills me, but it's one of those things where it's like, this could 
this could have potentially killed music. But I feel right now this is something that's actually creating a breath, like people actually being, like musicians, being able to actually take a breath and like catch up and regain their thoughts and think about what, you know, what their plans are, what they do. Um, like obviously uh, we've got the, we'll be talking about the live stream stuff, whatever coming up here, but you guys did a live rec recording like video session uh, that you guys released not too long ago too, right? Yeah, that, that actually kind of worked out perfect timing wise too. We, um, we did that last summer, end of last summer, we did okay. uh, like a Northeast tour and we were going through New York and Boston and um, we were trying to set up a show in Boston on that day, but it was like a Monday and I was talking to the guys in Pray for Sound yeah, and they were like, well, hey, we have a studio out here. We actually have been trying to get some bands in here to do like a live in the studio type video recording session. If you guys are coming through, let's just do something on that Monday instead because Mondays aren't really great for shows anyway. Yeah. So. You know, instead of playing for, you know, maybe 10 people, like, let's do a, let's do like a live studio video that yeah. way more people will end up being able to see. It turned out great. It really did. I, I remember when you guys were in Boston last year, because I was texting you, my friend Amanda lives out there, and we were like, hey, you should check out this bar, check out this bar, you know, kind of a thing. But did you guys oh, yeah, go, yeah. you guys, I think you guys were trying to go out to Salem for a second, weren't you? Yeah, we ended up. Uh, playing a show in Salem the following day okay. on that on that Tuesday, so I'm trying to remember what all we did because we did end up having some time to like go downtown and do some stuff because we ended up having like the day off. We I think we got in on like early on Monday and then all day Monday we did the video with the Pray for Sound guys. Yeah, and then Tuesday we spent like most of the day in Boston and then Tuesday night we had the show in Salem. Right on. Yeah, like it it turned out great. It really did. Like, yeah, those those guys did such an awesome job with that. Yeah. And we we really had no idea what to expect other than um like I'd seen some of the stuff that uh Chris had done with uh the Pray for Sound guys. Uh he, he used to play guitar with them and now I think he's mostly just doing video stuff. Uh but he did some stuff with them that I got to see and I'm like this looks awesome. You know, if it looks half as good as as these, I'd be stoked. And I think it looked every bit as good as oh yeah, um, like the stuff that they've done for themselves. Yeah, it was like from watching the video myself, it seemed like it was funny because it was one of those things where you like you guys were crammed into what seemed like a small room, and mm -hmm. you know Jake was you know on one side and you guys were all kind of spread out you know in this small space. But I think it worked out perfect because you guys. I feel kind of thrive in small spaces. Like a lot of the shows I've seen you guys in have been pretty small spaces. And it's one of those mm. things having so much, just the whole atmosphere of everything, whatever is loud and it's full sounding that it's one of those deals where like, I kind of love that shit. I kind of love it kind of more than seeing it inside of a big venue because then the sound just goes everywhere. Like I feel like yeah. they did a really good job of capturing what a lot of your guys' shows are like normally and just like the fullness of it. And yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, I'm really stoked with how it turned out. And, and it, yeah, like you said, it's like everything being so up close, it just, the video had a lot more like up close and sort of like intimate vibe to it. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool that it all ended up being basically just like one continuous shot. Yeah. Because um, all the audio from that was all live too. So it just kind of, 
I felt like really added to that element. Absolutely. Of, uh, yeah. Just like what it's like to be in the room. Yeah. Cause, and that just kind of goes to show too, as well, that like you guys are on your stuff to the point where you play your set all the way straight through and it's still fucking flawless. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like it, everybody is on point, you know, always kind of a thing. And that's, you know, I've always respected you guys for that. And obviously, you know, uh, Andrew can attest to, to like, you know, seeing you guys play in tone and everything like that. But it's one of those deals where it's just like, uh, I, I saw the video and I felt like I was there, you know, kind of a thing, which I thought was great. Um, they, yeah. they did a really good job of doing that, uh, continuous shot kind of a thing. I granted that was probably all they could do in that situation instead of having a bunch of like mounted cameras with different lightings. But I think it actually worked out so much better to be able to do that instead of having all these crazy cuts you just you felt like you're on stage side stage watching you guys do this yeah yeah for sure but uh yeah i mean what what else have you guys been up to um throughout all the quarantine besides like watching cool movies and shit uh well definitely lots of watching cool movies yeah. uh but yeah so like right before quarantine we we actually took a weekend we went out to kalamazoo in february okay and we brought all of our stuff with us all of our demoing stuff and spent like a, a whole i think we went out on a thursday night and got everything set up and then we spent all day on like a friday saturday sunday just working on a bunch of new stuff um which has kind of been different for us normally the writing process we just kind of work on one song at a time and then whenever that song's done we just start playing it live and you know it, it pretty much is what it is but for this newer stuff, we've been kind of bouncing around, working on a lot of song ideas all at the same time, Yeah, which was kind of cool because it means we had a lot of ideas, but also at the same time, it was kind of tough because they were all a lot less finished. And by the time we'd circle back to them, we kind of had to like relearn them a little. So um, being able to kind of have a whole weekend to just really focus on that and get in the groove um, was really cool. And we're kind of at the point now where we pretty much have the next album uh like written yeah. we just have to sit down with a couple of the songs to kind of fine-tune everything do you guys already have and, a plan on uh who's gonna be recording it or anything like that um not yet but we have we have a couple ideas okay. um just trying to figure out when we'd be able to make that happen initially yeah. the goal was that we would uh we were going to come back from that writing weekend and kind of keep hammering away at the songs, get some demos done, and hopefully try and record like this summer essentially. But um, with quarantine and everything, uh, it hasn't been as practical to do that. And I guess one of the early downsides that we ran into, like I want to say in March, we were when everything was getting closed down, we we're like, oh, this is cool. We're probably all going to have some time off work. We will have all this time to uh, like really, you know, get together and work on the songs. But then once everything did shut down and we kind of realized like how bad everything was, we were like, Oh, it's probably not actually responsible for us to be yeah. having like normal band practice now. So yeah. Um, the last few months it's mostly been, um, we all kind of took the opportunity to upgrade all of our home demoing and recording right. capabilities to try and work on stuff at home and kind of send it to each other. So we've been doing a little of that and then, I guess last couple of weeks, maybe we've been trying to practice again. We're just all like um, wearing masks and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things where like there's definitely like it. 
I've, I saw something the other day that I thought was really interesting, and they were basically talking about how uh, out of all of the industries all over the place that's been complaining during COVID about being closed down, you don't see a bunch of musicians bitching about it. Like, I haven't really seen, like, you know, so-and-so, you know, or fucking, um, you know, uh, anything from Justin Bieber to, like, you know, some other band, whatever, being like, we can't play live shows, like, this sucks, you know, kind of a thing. I mean, fuck. Uh, Under Oath just made a fucking killing in this last couple weeks. They were selling tickets for their live shows, which is similar to what you've been doing, Andrew. It's just they they had more money behind it, but like they, uh, yeah. they basically, they, they did it right. They ended up changing their website around. They set it up to where there was like three different nights for three different albums that they were going to play from front to back. They sold $15 tickets. I mean, think about it. If even a million people bought that, which I guarantee you there's more than a million, uh, you know, under oath fans out there, that's 15 wow. mil per night. Yeah, that somebody bought and they were doing like combo packs or whatever where you could buy their vinyls for like it was all three albums on vinyl for 80 bucks and I was like yep people are buying that package they're buying the t-shirt hat poster like all they just had the whole package together and they were doing it and it's wild to me because I'm like yeah they did that right they basically made their whole years you know <laughs> multiple years worth of income all at once in basically, well, three weekends. And they did it in a fashion to where they don't have to, they, I mean, obviously they got to pay like, you know, the audio and video visual guys, but they're not having to pay, uh, you know, have to worry about their tour support. They're not trying to worry about gas or bus or, you know, having to pay out per diems or pay out food, you know, every day, like everybody just it's like, a one time oh. thing. And that's so nuts. It's, it's yeah. so wild. It's like Andrew, you and I were talking about that, like possibly even for like we car, that would be a great idea for them to do something like that, you know, kind of deal. We could have, yeah. uh, you know, worked out, uh, you know, uh, a venue or, you know, whether it was St. Andrews or whether it was, you know, the Crowfoot set it up. I mean, I know that they do a lot of their uh, their light preset stuff for we car there, so they're familiar there. They could have done something like that to create like, all right, we're going to do these albums, these three nights, here's the whatever. I mean, $15 for a live stream isn't that insane, especially if you're a diehard fan. Um, for Under Oath, I think they're very lucky for the fact that most of their fan base, they do have young fan base, but majority of their fan base are like our age. So we all got jobs. We got stuff to do. You know, we got, you know, we got money enough to be like, you know what? $15 for a live stream. That's not a big deal. But like, you know, there was people buying the whole package. Like mm -hmm. they just, they made a killing. And my like, you know, hats off, round of applause to them. Like that they're doing it smart. Um, I've been seeing people obviously during all of this. Um, like David Bazan's been uh, live streaming through Twitch. And he's just been doing that and just getting, you know, people sending him like, what is it, tokens or whatever that they have in Twitch. Um, I've been seeing uh, Ben Gibbard from uh, Death Cap for Cutie has been doing it where he's been live streaming on Facebook throughout all this. And he just sits in his little like studio room where his writing room and he just plays guitar and people like, you know, send him coins or stuff, whatever. They're all doing that. You know, it's it's simple. It's easy. It's not as elaborate. But in all reality, like they have the capabilities of doing a full-blown show, kind of like uh, uh, what Under Oath did, and do it right. Um, it's it's just wild. Like, I know you guys have the the live stream that's going on with Andrew this weekend, uh, mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, 
But Andrew, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, uh, your basement setup? Yeah, uh, man, I don't even I don't really even know where to start. But like, just kind of piggybacking off of the under oath comment, I think it when stuff does bounce back, it's going to really kind of reform and shape uh, the industry to have honestly more ability to reach a bigger audience yeah. because like i mean right now everyone's scrambling to get cam links and mm. basically elgato all of that stuff to like be able to do live streams but like i mean that stuff doesn't go away you're gonna have to yeah. you keep it for a while um so like i i was reaching out to some of the bands that i toured with about bringing this with me on yeah. like next tours and just being like all right cool uh i know we're not in your city, but we could also upload it as a stream. Yeah. Now I'm sure like some venues might have some issues with that, maybe. But I mean, that's a that's potentially another source of income, absolutely per day. Yeah, which would be cool. It's also just like another way of um, archiving like their performances. They can look back at it, especially. I mean, the upfront cost is a little um, a little high, but like yeah. for mid-tier big bands that's a drop in the bucket yeah uh for something that's going to capture a whole performance and they can kind of look back and reflect on it but yeah and uh for everybody who doesn't quite know in the podcast or not if you don't know andrew uh andrew's like he goes by like sound drew or whatever but he is a live sound engineer who has been touring all over the place with bands for years uh he's uh, a little gem inside the detroit scene like what are what are some of the bands you've been touring with recently uh, I've done Intervals, I've done Good Tiger, uh, Contortionist, uh, I did Dance Gavin Dance a long time oh. ago, um, I've done Stolas, a lot of Blue Swan bands, uh, as well as just uh, a couple of one-offs um, uh, all over the place, but yeah, yeah. I, I work at a lot of local venues as well, yeah. uh, uh, Loving Touch, Crowfoot, Elk Club, Fillmore, yeah. yeah, you name it, I've, I've probably been there, um, Yeah, I, I just love it all, it keeps keeps the blood flowing yeah but normally you would be on tour right now and that's I, part of the, the necessity i would say of uh learning this new craft like yeah, because that's are, what it is it's a, mm -hmm. it's a whole new thing yeah we are smack dab in uh the middle of festival season so if i if i wasn't at home doing stuff like mopop or bonnaroo or anything like that i i would literally be on a bus somewhere yeah having the time of my life but uh, I, I mean, this is definitely kind of like my way of doing like two things, uh, selfishly giving me an outlet. So I'm not kind of like degrading my brain and kind of mm -hmm. sitting on a couch for days on end because my, <laughs> my entire livelihood is kind of just put on a break right now. Yeah. Um, but it, it gives a safe space for musicians to one archive their stuff and show it to the audience people can i've already had uh from from the bands that i've had uh send this stuff out as uh, a press kit to uh basically um agents uh labels all sorts of stuff and it's opened up a at least for three of them uh, bigger doors which i i think is incredibly cool yeah. um that i could one facilitate that for them it gives me something to do i love doing it yeah and it's just a blast. Um, I couldn't be more happy. Yeah, like from what I've from what I've seen so far, it's been uh, it's been great. I mean, you you mentioned it to me before you even did the first, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Andrew's basement session, but 
you were basically the way that you were talking to me about it. Like it kind of has audio tree vibe for people that don't know and haven't checked it out yet, but Mm -hmm. it's more of a actual live concert feel like with the lights and everything, you've got the LEDs and stuff all over the place. So it's like, like audio tree is great. I love audio tree and I feel like lots of people do, but it's one of those things where everything being in that sort of natural light esque, you know, feel to it, uh, it, it feels like a, a studio session, which, you know, people connect to and they're like, oh, yeah, it feels like, you know, they're actually in the studio rocking this out. But like what you're offering is more of like an actual live show. A show. Yeah. And and to to talk on that is um, Audio Tree is doing their version of it called Staged out of Lincoln Hall. OK. And it is awesome. Uh, the audio quality is right around the same. Good. But I mean, they, they've been doing it for. 10, 15 years longer than I have. So they, they have more video knowledge than me. Oh, yeah. But uh, the one big disconnect that I've seen with them is they don't have a way to communicate their audience to their performance. And I, I think that's a huge part of it because yeah. there's when you go to a show, you have that some like if you're a good fan, if you're a diehard fan, uh, you have that glimpse of being on the rail and waving to those guys and you're a person you're I'm here I'm here watching you guys and with my stream there's comment sections and all that that they get to see they get to react to uh with stage it's it might as well be any of the other audio trees it looks really good and I like what they're doing but they have no connection with the bands and I think that's that's a huge part of it yeah because uh uh, like you've been streaming through YouTube right Correct. Yeah. And yep. but like so I knew that, but yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> streaming through I was like, wait, I knew that. But uh but streaming through YouTube, whatever, there are like there's a comment section, people yep. can ask questions and actually have that connect. And like from what I've seen, like, you know, some people have been actually answering people's questions and stuff, mm-hmm. which is good because it I mean it works as filler to an extent. So it's not just a full blown performance. It actually creates that personal, you know, exactly. connect, whatever that uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't get from like the under oath, uh, you know, event that they did, but, um, some people are probably just like, you know, just shut up and play, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, some people just want to see the performance and that's it. But I've obviously from what you've been seeing, uh, there's a lot more people that want to somehow be to able talk to, to them. Yeah. Them. It's, it's been a really good reaction. Uh, it's every stream has had pretty good comments where they've been addressed in a really timely manner. Almost every other song they would uh, answer everything that's been on the page, which is great. Yeah. I've, I haven't had a band yet uh, get any, anything sort of negative, like, Hey, or play this song, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. It's, it's all been really good. And it, it, it is very like Twitch esque where like, they're dropping like F's in the chat or pog in the chat kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like all the lingo where it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but there, there's a good reason why I went with YouTube. I looked at like kind of like the other, the platforms and uh, the more I look into it, YouTube is uh, there's, there's definitely pros and cons. We're like Twitch, your quality is not going to be good yeah. right off the bat. They're going to kind of degrade you until you become a better um person and talent um but they they promote you a lot harder so you'll get bigger faster 
but from the get go, you're you're at like half bit rate. They cut mm-hmm. like they compress everything really quick because they're not going to give their sites worth a bandwidth to you because they don't know who you are. Where YouTube is uh, an empire giant, everyone knows YouTube. Like if yeah. you you can go anywhere on the street and almost anyone knows YouTube. But if you say the same thing about Twitch, that's a little harder to find. Yeah. Um, YouTube from the get go gives you 100% the same quality. They just don't market you at all. So it's uh, it's a little harder, but yeah. I feel with just having more social media, you can just spread a link around a lot better, Yeah, which is why I went that way because uh, quality is key, especially audio. Like, I mean, as an engineer, that's that's my biggest thing. Yes. So uh, that's kind of why the ra- – yeah, that, that is the route that I – yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why. Yeah, I know uh, that like there's been people uh, streaming on Facebook in the last like mm-hmm. year or two, whatever. There's a lot of video game streamers who have been doing that. I've actually been paying attention to a couple of uh, video game streamers just for the fact that they they tend to people nerd out about the live streaming process. Mm-hmm. And I've actually thought about that for the podcast, being like, oh, maybe I can change this whatever into like you know a live stream kind of deal, um, and just like you know put out there what we're doing you know kind of a thing but uh it's it's been cool it's a whole different world than like the whole like music audio side of things like um i like i'll go and i'll pay attention and be like oh that person has an sm7b you know like you know like (laughs) people are actually like okay they're paying attention to their microphones there you go you know like this is important but uh it's wild the technology that's out there like as far as like um elgato stream labs like you know like all the the stream deck whatever setups that they have that you know Mm -hmm. you can set up your own uh basically like a television process where you're just chopping from you know cutting from one camera to the next just setting up like certain little uh uh you know like emoji like reactions and stuff like that there's like tons of options that you can do so it's cool looking at the adaptation from something that's just i mean realistically designed for like twitch and uh you know facebook gaming and stuff like that people still stream on youtube but it's cool seeing people use that technology and then adapt it to something that we haven't ever done before like you don't really see this happen like the only i've obviously like npr tiny desks and stuff like that have been doing live shows for like a long time but you don't see like this is a full out show We're we're literally here we go this is it sign up for you know basically put this notifications in your uh uh into your calendar and then come sh- come to our show and check it out but uh i'm i'm loving how the technology is changing and stuff like slowly yeah. but surely there's going to be people who are going to be making it a lot easier to do this and then technically it'll be a little more saturated but for right now, it's just like when you started talking to me about the whole process, I was like, dude, I've already been like looking into this, you know, kind of a thing. Like you're like on that wave already kind of a thing, which is cool. Like uh, I literally had those thoughts towards the beginning of quarantine. Like, all right, well, people need to start because, you know, like seeing like um, Ben Gibbard was one of the first people that I saw pop up that was doing live streams. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, this works, but like it could be better. You know, kind of right. a thing. And then I started seeing more artists do stuff. Uh, Manchester Orchestra did a live stream on um, uh, Instagram the other day, and it was just their phones in the middle of their, like, studio space, them just oh, no jamming kidding. out to some songs. And I'm like, this is cool, but it could Yeah, be it's like better. bare minimum. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, and it works great, and it's something that you can give the fans, but 
Um, that's why, like, I know, I know how both of you guys honestly nerd out about uh, quality, sound, te- you know, tone, you know, t- technology, and like wanting to get everything right. And I pr- I've always appreciated that about you guys. So it's one of those things where it's like, I, I love that this is coming together. Um, cause what is it? It's, it's so it's this upcoming Sunday Yes, is the, uh, the live stream for man mountain. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys are playing some new songs on there, right? Cause you've kind of added some new songs over the last like couple of years. Cause when did infinity mirrors come out? Isn't, wasn't it like three years ago? Um, it came out in March of 2018. Okay. So it's two years old. So yeah. So yeah. I, I know I've heard some songs that are, that aren't on there live. But or I, I want to feel. I feel like I have right. I'm doubting myself right now. Oh no, I'm I'm shrinking. Yeah. I'm shrinking. <laughs> but uh, so we go ahead. Yeah, we we do have one newer one that we've been we've been playing more recently. So we're we're probably gonna play that. Um, we're actually we're getting together tonight to try and kind of figure out uh, what all we want to do exactly because we've tossed around like should we just do the whole album because we've all, actually only played the album uh, as a whole like once i think for the for the album release yeah um but yeah we do have some new songs um we've been trying to play uh, a few like older songs too that we have in a while so uh yeah i guess tonight will be the deciding factor okay gotcha uh so you know potentially people are going to be able to get an experience to kind of figure out where you guys are headed and where you guys have been yeah for sure um but yeah, no, I'm really stoked for that. So that's 7 p.m. is your uh, usual start time, right? So yeah, so uh, where exactly should people go to figure out this information? I know you, like Andrew, you've got the Instagram and Facebook and all that, but yep. um, you want to say the link or? So uh, you can always see it um, right on my homepage. Anytime that I'm doing a live stream, it'll pop right on yeah. the homepage. Uh, which is the easy giveaway. Uh, otherwise, I always post a link uh, a couple hours prior yeah. uh, with the direct link that will take you straight to the video. Um, this week, we're going to be in conjunction with uh, Postpone, so it's going to be on multiple websites. Cool. So you'll be able to see it from a couple different spots. And uh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, so that's on Andrew and Facebook, whatever.com backslash mm-hmm. Andrew's Basement. And... Yeah, obviously look it up anywhere yeah so that that's another thing that i i definitely have an appreciation for you dominated on that one so you've got uh, you've got that url all over the place because i think yeah wasn't it a a man mountain thing for a while that you guys had different like urls for like your instagram to your twitter to your like oh yeah that i don't know how that happened but yeah one of it's like man mountain band or man mountain music or just man mountain or i don't know yeah it's it's one of those things it's hard to get all uh all of them all at once but uh so yeah everybody can check out your guys's stuff obviously on spotify and on uh uh facebook it's just which is facebook backslash just man mountain i think on facebook it's man mountain music okay that's right um and uh it would be this upcoming sunday which is what date 16th yep yep the 16th at uh 7 p.m all right cool well on that note i think uh we'll kind of fade out here but i'm really stoked that you guys were able to do this even through all the technical difficulties i think it worked out great and uh (laughs) 
Like, you know, I, I'm always glad to hang out with two of the best beards in the scene. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone could see this, but yeah, yeah this three is of them. Uh, this is uh, this is such a great trifecta of beards going on right now. Different levels of red going on right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Mike's yours is a little shorter than normal, I would say. And so is mine. But like Andrew's just been going for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm so stoked. I'm uh, I'm definitely excited for this upcoming Sunday and uh, obviously seeing what goes on with uh, Andrew's basement here in the near future because you pretty much every weekend have been booked up. So that I've seen, it's been great. Trying. But, uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will definitely be catching you guys this upcoming weekend. Though. <laughs>